0: Dunkin's new wake-up go-tos mean you never have to choose between breakfast meats again. Now you can get a wake-up wrap with bacon and a wake-up wrap with sausage for $3. That's savory and sweet, crispy and spicy. It's everything you love about breakfast
1: for $3. Wake up your day with new wake-up go-tos. Get two egg and cheese wraps for
0: $2 or mix and match your favorite meats with two bacon, ham, sausage, or turkey sausage wraps for $3. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Exclusions apply. Limited time offer.
2: With Metro and the best deal in wireless whatever your goal however you hustle you can rule your day get two lines with 5g access included for just 35 dollars a month per line period with taxes and regulatory fees always included so you know exactly how much you pay every month all on america's largest 5g network at no extra charge First month is $40 per line for two lines. Samsung A51 requires port from eligible carrier and ID validation limited to two per account. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details. USA! USA!
0: USA! USA! USA, USA. Thanks for listening to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast keeping you up to date with the latest in American soccer. And don't forget to subscribe.
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast. My name is Jake Watroba. Joining me is Armand Kafai. And Stephen Jadaran, make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at Uncle Sam Soccer Pod. Leave us a review. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Only good reviews, please. Our first segment of this week's episode looked into the transfer of Christian Pulisic from Borussia Dortmund to Chelsea. Segment two consisted of our interview with Brian Coston, in which we discuss the issues with solidarity payments and in u.s soccer and today on segment three we'll be talking about the christian Pulisic transfer and how that impacts u.s soccer so fellas let's let's dive right into it does this transfer change the image of u.s soccer players
1: um no no wait wait what no no uh listeners go back and li- by the way i just wanted to let listeners know you can just go back to the feed to listen to segment once and segment two or wait till friday for the full episode uh armand you say no why why do you say no I, I i'm questioning your no
4: you're questioning my no so you you don't think i really believe that it won't change per- it
1: won't change or or oh i oh, think whoa, this is the thing i think I- there is a big change in england
4: my perspective um, around this is I think the change around American soccer is not... It has wasn't because of Christian Pulisic. I think the change started a bit earlier when we started to see all these guys going to the Bundesliga. With Christian Pulisic's play in the Bundesliga, which prompted a bunch of these guys to go to the Bundesliga to play. I think that's when the perspective... Kind of changed, and Alfonso Davies is a good example of a player, not an American necessarily. Obviously, Canadian, but we'll lump them in because they kind of suck right now. Um, uh, Alfonso Davies going to Bayern Munich. I think then you start saying, "Hey, look, people are looking at MLS talent, MLS, uh, MLS talents." Like I said, we're lumping Canada in with America for a time being. They're gonna take a more serious look at those domestic players compared to you know, like some of the South Americans that kept getting sold uh, to Europe. So. I think that's when it was taken more seriously. The Pulisic transfer, great, awesome, but I think the change started much earlier than uh, this transfer
1: right here. Wait, but I think the perception with Christian Pulisic is that he was already at a big club with Borussia Dortmund, but I still felt and I still feel Borussia Dortmund somehow is looked upon as, you know, second step, just not with the elites of Europe, but second, but... They've won the Bundesliga. They've won the Champions League in their history. I know a lot of clubs have, but they were in the Champions League final in 2013. Like, they're not a club that was in the Champions League final 15, 30 years ago when the landscape of soccer was entirely different. And another thing is we know America's popularity phenomenon with the Premier League. NBC puts on a brilliant package. I... The numbers are, are are pretty remarkable to begin with. Now you had Christian Pulisic. I mean, I do this with the Swiss players, who are regardless of what league they're on. We know. Oh, we no, know you the do Swiss, Swiss play, players. Oh yeah, yeah. But the Swiss players playing. Oh, I'm going to tune in. I don't care who the clubs are. Now imagine what that's <laughs> oh, going to do in the Premier gosh. League. We don't have Americans in the Premier League. We don't. Clint Dempsey was the what the biggest name to play in the Premier League as an American.
4: I mean, did we not? Did we not have Jeff Cameron in the Premier League?
1: Yeah, but like, this is and, and this and is no, no one, we, no, we
4: we we you, do have an
1: American
3: in the Premier and League. Tim his, name is, his name is DeAndre Yedlin. <laughs> and yeah, and like no, DeAndre you're right. Like, but
4: there's no like, marketing. So there's no, no appeal tu- to that. No one tunes into them because no one cares about
1: them. I think it's specifically towards Pulisic. Why do the players in the Bundesliga get more coverage?
3: Because the Bundesliga is perceived as a league that is better at developing players and getting the best out of players. Where the Premier League. Is not seen in that light.
1: And recency bias. Also But I because think, Christian Pulisic is in that league.
4: Well, I also think uh, that I I'm not sure about that. I also that's think that's why Dortmund get... gets a lot of cover. Sorry. Sorry keeping keep interrupting Jake, but I think that's why Dortmund gets a lot more coverage. Uh is because Pulisic plays there. But I don't think the league as a whole does.
3: Keep in mind people are tuning into Christian Pulisic and Borussia Dortmund because Christian Pulisic plays an attacking position and not a uh not He's not a center back or a fullback like DeAndre Yedlin or Jeff Cameron works.
1: So therefore, the perception when he goes to Chelsea as an attacking player will change the perception of Americans in general. I think the public here in America is going to be a little more amped up. I mean, LeBron James carried a Christian Pulisic jersey, right? Not too long ago over the summer. Know.
3: Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait, When we're saying change of the perception, are we saying in America or
1: worldwide? I think you can – regardless. I think the perception – I think this is why mm-hmm. Armand said no, but I said in England, I think there's a huge change because for the longest time, Americans going overseas, especially in England, there, it was what? You know, Yedlin, uh, Dempsey. Dempsey is the biggest one. He was quite successful. But Altidore, eh. Yedlin, yeah, he had stints. At- wait,
4: wait. Tell me. About, tell about. How, how are we going to call Yedlin an eh? But like he's
1: starting week in and week out no, for but, a Premier League team. No, but the thing is, he plays for Newcastle. Christian Pulisic is coming from Dortmund. And I, if I remember right, I uh, I could pull up the tape. Jake, you and Arm- Armand told me not too long ago that Chelsea might be a lesser talented team than Borussia Dortmund at the moment. Yes that or no? Did Jake? you not say that? That, that, that was Jake.
3: I, I <sighs> said, yeah, I guess. I'm a... I, I, well, no, because here's my <laughs> argument is you constantly told me how great Dortmund is compared to Bayern Munich,
4: and, you know, I said... "Well, No, no, place, no, I no, no now you're putting words in
1: my mouth. Now you're putting huh? words in my no, mouth.
4: No, 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 no. every... Hey, hot take police, hot take police, we're arresting someone over here, so...
1: <laughs> Who's, who said it? Not Wayne Rooney, he's already been arrested.
4: <laughs>
2: oh. Wow.
3: Wow. Okay, here's my take on this perception thing, because I don't feel like I've... I've actually got my opinion on you because <laughs> yeah. you two have kind of hogged the discussion here uh i do not think this transfer changes the perception of american players i think the only way this transfer changes the perception of american players is if christian pulisic walks in at chelsea next summer and is successful on the field If christian pulisic goes to chelsea next summer and falls flat on his face and is part of the chelsea lone army and uh two years from now is sold to roma or florentina or monaco or what- whatever take whatever team you want in France or Italy or Germany or whatever, uh, I think it'll looked at, it'll be looked at as look at Americans can't succeed with, at the, at the top clubs in England. They, they can't play. Uh, they can't play in the best league of the world. Look at, you know, Bob Bradley couldn't succeed in the best league of the world. Christian Pulisic couldn't succeed. Americans, what I know about soccer. And it'll just continue this, per, per, uh, this idea
1: is this that worldwide or here in America,
4: this is no, a worldwide he, view. Yes. Yeah, and, and, don't forget, people still talk about Josie Alstor's bust at Sunderland,
3: because Josie Alstor was a bust at Sunderland. Exactly, and but people, people, people still
4: talk. People still talk about it when uh, when you reference an American player, they don't they, they look at the failures more than the positives. Because Clint Dempsey was pretty great at Fulham, but I mean we we failed to really hear about that. I mean how Tim Howard was a freaking uh, star forever in Everton. Like, Who, what I, what do,
1: I can't believe we haven't mentioned Tim Howard's name. Well, Tim
4: Howard, Tim and
3: bridal end. Brad Guzan, Yeah.
1: Uh, I think bill <laughs> fans really love Brad Guzan. Can you go wow. Down the list? Wow. Yeah. Listen, send in your hate mail. We The list that we have compiled is really poor. But I think it pro- provides a point. I think it, it shows an excellent point here that regardless of um, past Americans in the Premier League – the The perception hasn't changed all that much. We still talk about the negativity of every player failing, especially Josie Altador. yet you've had names be quite successful. Yes, Yedlin has an eh, but as Armand mentioned, he starts in, week in, and week out. Christian Pulisic changes the dynamic. How? Because people are going to realize his name is tied with Chelsea. And here in America, we like the fame and game. By the okay, way, here. question question for you guys. I don't pay attention to ESPN Sports Center all that much, but when the announcement was made, did ESPN go all berserks with it? Because I would think they would. I mean, this is a massive no. transfer fee no. for a youngster. No. No? No? You didn't, Wait, here's
3: they didn't? the thing. Here, here, okay, I want to I I rebuttal to your. He's attached to Chelsea, therefore it's a big deal. People will take notice. Did Tim Howard play for Manchester
4: United? Yeah, but I was thinking the same. Show? I was thinking, Jake. I was thinking the same exact thing. But I'll, I'll, you know, I'm a certified Steven hater. But I'm gonna jump to his side right now. Uh, the Premier League, you know, with, with social media and now NBC giving access to everyone, it wasn't as popular as it was back then. So I think now, especially with NBC, Twitter, uh, you know, they have these fan fests, you know, in in America you feel really connected to the Premier League if you're a fan of a, a team, and you, I think you can choose them more than ever, with FIFA especially, et cetera. So Agreed. I think it's a little bit of a different dimension uh, in terms of I see what you're saying because I was thinking the same exact thing when Steven said it, but I mean, the more you think about it, it, it it's a little bit different uh, in terms of uh, that, that perspective. But I don't think it will change the perspective of Americans uh, worldwide. I think that perspective has already been flipped a little bit more positively in terms of cheap talent. I mean, we just saw Chris Richards get sold to Bayern Munich. Like, are we forgetting this? Like, they're buying Americans to play for them. Sargent had an assist in a first-team friendly today. With whatever. He scored a couple times, right? Like, are we forgetting all these things?
3: <laughs> I just want to make it noted that in this, this week's episode, we have now reached not only our New England Revolution quota – our Swiss national team quota. We've now just met our <laughs> FC Dallas quota for this week's show. So I know you two can't help yourselves, but anyway, I want to I wanna, I wanna shift gears here.
1: What? Uh, that I'm Minnesota? That your Vikings suck? No. What? No, what quota are we gonna meet?
3: I don't need. You don't need it. It's not Why worth
4: it. Why going to somewhere? I don't know.
3: I, I, you know I the fight. I think Armand was uh, getting into this with this Chris Richards discussion here. But, uh, but you know, Jake. Does this Jake, transfer open the door
1: for more Americans? You no, know, the funny thing is, before I get to that, Jake, I was the moment that Armand brought Chris Richards, I was just thinking, well, there's the FC Dallas take of the week. Moving forward, <laughs> does what it do you, open? What you want, what, are you talking about, what do you want me to do? Like, <laughs>
4: he, he just transferred Bayern Munich. What do you want me to say? Forget him? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, there's no one else out there that's making deals with, that they're getting Americans to Germany. I mean, we talk about sporting KC just sold, sold Kyrie. Uh,
3: what's his name? Oh, the Paderborn, Pater- yeah, Pater- free, right? So they have free.
4: This Pater- is domestic, know. homegrown talent, baby. This is the fresh of the fresh. Like, this is this is the best talent you can get out there.
3: By the way, I'm not convinced Bayern Munich uh, bought him because they think he's really good. Why they buy him in. I think he's a cheap lottery ticket, and they said, "What's a million or two bucks? Why not? We'll see what happens." Well, I mean, that's throw, exactly
4: what, that's exactly what you'd expect, right? Like
3: throw him in there, we'll loan him out a little bit, make some money off of him, and then uh, if he's good, great. We can sell him to Wolfsburg or Dortmund or someone I mean, like they, that.
4: But then you leave for what 14, 50 million? You get thirteen, fourteen million, maybe, million dollar profit.
3: Maybe if that, or you flip him to,
4: you know, a team in the yeah. Netherlands for. Three, four, five million dollars, or something like yeah, that. I, I mean, I don't think that's that's, that's bad business, but I mean, that's has a point. Were you saying with Richards? If I interrupted you, and Jake or and Steve interrupted you, you it's like bad. saying I was getting into the Richards' discussion.
3: <laughs> I, I I'm was confused. I wanted to talk about if this opened the door for more Americans. This
4: uh, Okay.
1: Character. I mean, it's so hard to tell because Christian Pulisic is just a one-off case. If Christian Pulisic was a line of maybe four or five different Christian Pulisic who have made their way through the top leagues of European, you know, the stature of European football or European soccer, I think we'd be talking about it differently. But this is a one-off. So I think this does open the door in a sense of, you know what, somebody's done it now. Who's next? I think the eye should be who's next. Just a one-off doesn't mean all that much.
4: Um, Does it open doors? No, cause I think the doors are already being opened.
1: Yeah, and the doors are already opened. I
4: think the doors are open, especially but, in the Bundesliga.
1: But I was going to say, I did, let's be more specific. Does it open the door for more Premier League teams to go after Americans? No. We see we see the, the constant push from Bundesliga to come after Americans. So we don't want to have to go through the list. But the Premier League, as we did at the beginning of the segment, we listed the handful of players that we remember in the Premier League. But besides Yedlin and I know there are more Americans in the league now, but listeners, can you, can you right now think of more of a, a couple more Americans in the premier league?
4: Well, the problem is with the premier league is yet to get a work permit, which is why Stefan probably wouldn't qualify to play for city yet. I don't think he can qualify for a work permit just yet. That's the main problem, which means you, which means if for the listeners who don't understand the work permit, actually a uh, presentation in college about this. So that's why I'm so, <laughs> that's why I'm so prepared. Uh, but you need to start like a percent a certain percentage of national team games to, to in order to qualify for uh, the FA's approval for you to be in the work permit it's, it's like a weird it's like a, a bunch of criteria basically do you play in continental competition as one of them have you put in like 75 percent of your national team games uh, or like hundred or like 80 percent of your club team games some number I'm not sure exactly don't roast me if I get those wrong um, but not all of them will qualify for them because you have to basically choose players from the national team if you think about it do you look at any other player on the national team that can play for England? That's why they all, that's why they all go to the Bundesliga, because they don't have to qualify for those work permits. As soon as they turn 18, they're gone.
3: Well, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. What
4: else? I think, else?
3: I think well, I think there's different philosophies in the Premier League versus the Bundesliga. I think the Premier League is more geared towards... It's not they geared can't towards- even get them. Well, no, hold, hold on, let me... Same. So sort of, okay, they get the Premier League is more geared towards finding the best players in the world and and you know and getting them in the league. You know the the Premier League isn't geared towards player development and things of that nature. I mean, come on, how many times we hit, we put on, put on a Premier League game and it's like eighteen oh, year old so and so from you know Portsmouth, England starting for Crystal Palace. You know, something, something stupid like that. If we don't, you don't see that. You turn on a Bundesliga game though, like the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga invests in the academy, invests in youth development, and essentially the Bundesliga, in my eyes, is set up to, you know, on a a German scale, is get kids into the academies, groom them, and then they get sold off to Bayern Munich, and then that's your German. That's like where they develop chemistry for the German national team. And I think that also works too for some of these uh, youth internationals where they develop these kids and then sell them on to bigger clubs for profit.
1: You know what's the, ironic? The, the,
3: the...
1: You want to know what's, what's ironic, different? Jake, though? England what? is successful right now at the international level with <laughs> the A-team and then all their youth teams.
3: They are, but you don't see young English kids playing in the Premier League today Look at Jaden Sancho is an is an is a 18 year old English international playing for Borussia Dortmund. He took Christian Pulisic's spot in the lineup.
1: No, but in, well, I think with the Premier League, the Premier League's a bad competition. What they do is because you have the League Cup, because you have the FA Cup, they play all their players then. If you're Arsenal or Chelsea, your big name in the Europa League, you play your kids then because you're gonna. It's a piece of you know. You get your points. You yeah, cu- but a
3: lot of those clubs play their kids then,
4: though, too. Like, no, you're
1: right, because it's not a competition that's taken seriously. But the Premier League, there's so much money involved in, in finishing, you know, even between 10th and 15th, that it means something. What, what board member wants, yeah, play your kids, blah, 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 blah. No, it's it's dollars and cents. I
4: mean, I mean, the, the, the thing is with... With all that, I mean, Jake, I see what you're saying with the uh, the difference in philosophies, because it's true. But I mean, yeah, I'm with Jake. I mean, I mean, here's the thing: they they can't even get them there. That's part of the problem. Remember Juan Agadello? Remember went to Stoke City? He gave They had to loan him out to PSV, and he never played a single game for Stoke City because he couldn't qualify for a permit. I, I know that that's that's a that's a big part of it. I mean, hell, why wouldn't a team maybe in like the lower leagues try to go after a, a U.S. international?
1: Well we'll, well, we'll see. Yeah, you know? we will That's see. That's my thought. We'll Work see. Permits, baby. Listeners, follow us on Twitter, OnksamSoccerPod. The first full episode of 2019 in the books. If you have not listened to previous segments, please do. Talked about solidarity Payments with Brian Costine and Brandon Busby of the London is Blue podcast. Talked to more specifically about Christian Pulisic and Chelsea football club Jake and Armand you guys excited for 2019 big big year for us soccer right we're gonna win the world cup yes
3: uh according to Armand we are in 2022 so well, what, about, that. what about what about the
1: woman what about the women
3: Okay, they're going to win no, it. No, they're not. They're not going to win it. It's going to be France or Germany who wins it. Oh, what? Oh, oh okay. Hot take. Hot take. Uh, We're saving yo, this take. low-key. Low-key. That women's team is not as good as people think it is. Oh. Hot take. Whoa, bro. they beat a bunch of nobodies and Cuckercat qualify. Whoa. Hey, There's problems there, I, with the women's national team. There's problems with the women's national team. You heard it here first. I predicted the U.S. wouldn't qualify. The men wouldn't qualify for Russia in 2015. I'm predicting... Today, January, was it 6th, 7th, sixth, seventh? That the women will not, will not, win the women's World Cup.
1: Well, hate mail at Jake Petroba. So you can send that all at Jake Petroba. Follow us again, Unk Sam Soccer Pod. Give us a five star rating, and we'll be back next week.
0: Get a credit card that gives you what you need now